0: It didn't rain at all while I was in Africa. <laughs> it was on the forecast to rain all week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We got there and asked them, hey, is it going to rain every day? They laughed and said, not for another two months.
1: <laughs> you didn't bless the rains down We in didn't Africa. get to bless any rains down
0: in Africa. No. So uh, what's up, filmmakers and moviegoers? We are back. We're yeah. back. You're back. I'm back. I didn't go anywhere. Well, but it's been a, it's been a it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Since we've had an episode. But apparently
1: it was really hot.
0: Uh very hot. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um but yeah, welcome to
1: episode 20. Yeah, 20.
0: Yeah. Um I made a joke earlier that we should quit while we're ahead, but then Eric reminded me we were not ahead. So Yeah,
1: we're trying to get to the ahead <laughs> part first, and then and did. then we'll quit. Then we'll quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Perfect. But uh yeah, so I've been in Africa for a week and a half. Yeah. I uh, just got back in oh five, four days ago. Um now Eric, has
1: the has the jet lag worn off yet? It finally did. I nice. finally
0: got a normal night's sleep last night. Sweet. Yeah. You look um, refreshed. The the first day back was brutal. I think because it's it's in a weird time zone where yeah. it's only six hours, maybe maybe seven, I can't remember, but uh six hours ahead. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that 12, like 10 and 12 is easy. I don't know why, but my brain handles it better. Hmm. Um, but, or like, you know, just two hours ahead, like if you go to the East Coast or whatever. But for some reason that six hours really messed with me because, because when I'm supposed to be going to sleep in Liberia, Africa time, I should be eating lunch here. Mm-hmm. So then I start getting a little sleepy about two, 2 PM mm-hmm. Phoenix time. And four o'clock rolls around. I can't even keep my eyes open.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. I remember the when I came back from the Philippines, we were there for three weeks. So we were completely oh, acclimated. Yeah. When we came back, it took me about three weeks to, to, to get back on the regular schedule. It's rough. I'd be... They're they're fourteen hours ahead. Oh, that would be and, weird. And, yeah, yeah. And it, it was totally. It's like two in the afternoon, and I'm totally. Yeah. I'm sitting at my desk. Oh, sorry. Hitting the mic. <laughs> sitting at my desk, and, and people are like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> it's like, no,
0: it, it's okay. It's just three a.m. in my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I had a lot of that, but yeah. Luckily, first night's sleep last night. Uh, I think I'll, I think I'm back on the schedule now. So. That's good to go. Um, yeah, I mean, besides Africa, which we'll get a little bit into more in a minute, uh, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, that's a good, well, let's see, I've been editing some YouTube videos. Yeah, I saw some when I got back yeah. in. We I rented a Tesla Yeah. Um, a couple weeks back. and How did you rent it? On Turo. Turo. So um, what's Turo for people that don't Turo, know? I it, didn't. Turo is an app for, it's like an Airbnb, but for car rental. Oh cool. Okay. So they're disrupting the car rental industry. Mm-hmm. And it my my first experience with it was uh, it was very pleasant. It was very seamless. Yeah. I, I signed up, I put my information in and went and rented a car, household free, paperwork free, no no um no unnecessary deposits and that kind of no thing. No weird red tape. Yeah, or anything yeah, that. it was just a great experience, and um, obviously you're, it's a person to person type of scenario with their with their car, right? And so how they keep their car and how they deliver it, it you know, is is a huge part of the experience. And, sure. And the uh, um, Richard was the owner of the Tesla Model Three that I that I rented, and it was it was great. It was. Was immaculate condition, and uh, it looked really cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Silver, right? We're doing it again. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, um, man. It, we're by the way not sponsored by by
1: not sponsored by Turo, Turo not at all. sponsored by Richard and his no, Tesla no. or anything. But
0: uh, I was looking through it, and yeah, there's Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Oh and yeah, there's a ton of stuff on there you can ride. I eight so.
1: R eight G
0: series wagons. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh gosh,
1: I found a. GTR. Oh, they had one on there. Yeah. In in Scottsdale, they have a GTR and it's got this kind of weird um you know those 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 incandescent colors that, that change color oh, depending on how the light hits it. Right, yeah. It's got this greenish kind of it like changes to blue. like purple or yes. something. Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh. Straight Japanese Godzilla yeah. Oh, yeah. GTR, which I'm like Whew. I'm renting this. That's really I'm cool. So, getting this. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: Well, we're not a car show, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I saw some of the YouTube videos. Um, the Tesla one was pretty cool. Nice, nice, some nice drone follow shots in that. that okay. Was
1: cool. So, we are a filmmaking podcast. So, yeah, we're not a car podcast. I am now hunting for an Inspire, either Inspire One or Two, with at least the X3 or X5 yeah. camera on it because of that video. We were out off of Dove Highway and tried to follow the Tesla. Couldn't keep up going 55 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, and the drone only goes 25 miles an hour. Yeah. I have the Mavic Pro. So, right. First generation. Yeah. First gen Mavic Pro. And so it was like, I mean, I got a cool shot. If you've seen the yeah. video, you know, this kind of pull away shot. But, at the same time, I'm like, mm, it would have been really nice to follow it a little closer for a little longer. Can the Inspire go that fast?
0: 55. Man, that's fast for a drone. That's terrifying.
1: It is terrifying. But I'm like, mmm, <laughs> I mean, even 45. Yeah, for me would been I would have been able to follow it a little bit longer. Right, right. I, I'm like, yeah, just that that speed, and then obviously the X5 camera is a lot. Oh better. yeah, so. it killer. So,
0: well, speaking of. Uh, gear and DJI Um, Africa. I rented, uh, we we had to, we had to be very lean. We didn't know kind of what, right. What gear we would be able to take. And there was no way I was going to be able to take a Ronin M or, or anything, uh, not even like a Ronin S or anything like that. Um, Just didn't have the space for it. So I, I saw some, some footage on YouTube of uh, the Osmo pocket, that just came out recently, mm-hmm. and uh, 100 megabits per second. Um, it's it's really close to the camera that's on my Mavic Air, hmm. um, and but it's like somewhere in between the Mavic Air and the Mavic Pro, like the first generation Pro that you have. This, yep. It's somewhere in between that, but uh, the bit rate is what really uh, you know drew me to it because I was like, this this does 4K up to 60 and then it'll do 4k, uh, 24 and 30 at hundred megabits per second. And I was like, that's to, to me. So, okay. When you're recording media, now we're all in this digital world here with, with filming and everything. Um, a lot of people talk about K's and, and resolution and stuff. And I think I've actually, w- w- everybody's got K's. Everybody's at 4k, <laughs> like AK red, whatever. Um, but the thing that, like, the airy cameras, the Sony, the high-end Sony cameras do well, and uh, and obviously RED cameras, too, is they're recording at high bit rates. Now, right. the, the bit rate, for those that don't know, is is basically the speed of which your camera can process the images and, and, and write, the data. write them to a, a card, yeah. a memory card.
1: Which that, it's it's funny that you bring that up, because right now it seems like the whole bit thing is the new K.
0: Which I'm totally fine with uh-huh. because it, it is a night and day difference. Like if we, if if you look at um, example videos of like the Mavic Air versus the Mavic Pro, the first Pro, um, the Mavic Air image quality wise wins every time just because it has that higher bit rate. The Mavic Air first generation only recorded up to I think 50 or 60 megabits per second. The Mavic Air records at a hundred. Yeah. And because it's able to, you know, process that data faster and record it, you know, faster onto those cards, you get a much crisper, more detailed, less, uh, you know, compressed image. And so that's why I got really interested in this Osmo pocket. Now we, our team owns a Osmo pro like the first one, Yep, not the zoom or the one with the X three or X five camera on it, but just the regular one. And I hate it. Like the image quality is just garbage. It's, it's like a 30 megabit per second like right speed on it. It looks terrible. Any any sort of movement you just really notice. It it's a, it they've come a long way since that camera. Mm-hmm. Because now this pocket literally fits in my pocket. It's not it's not one of those situations where they call it something small looking at you black magic pocket camera that you can't actually fit <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> the and uh, in my camera. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. what kind of pockets you got? Well, I do wear Jinko car- jeans. I do wear
1: cargo pants. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Well, <laughs> I guess that's true, but uh, yeah, Still I, mean, not gonna I threw this in like my, my shorts that I had on mm-hmm. and my jeans, like whenever I needed to have it, I just, just pulled it and there. There it was like, ready to go. Like you just, it turns on quick. That was my, my biggest concern was like, this thing's small. It's going to take forever to boot up and then right, connect. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I love this thing. I used it for a week and a half. The other guy used it a bunch too. Um, it's incredibly intuitive um, especially once you plug it into the um, the iPhone. So if your iPhone's unlocked, I'm sure this works on the Android phones too, but if your iPhone is already unlocked and you plug it in to the lightning port, the app automatically opens up. You don't have to go and find it or anything. It just Thank immediately... You DJI. Right. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that this isn't actually made by DJI. So DJI designed the camera and put their name on it, but the... Software and everything, I think, is actually made by another company because the app is called Mimo oh. and it's not actually DJI like fully branded. Uh-huh. And what's weird is I went and I downloaded the DJI Go 4 app or whatever uh-huh. that everything else runs off of, and it has a picture of the Osmo Pocket on it. But when I tried to run the pocket in the app, it said this isn't the right app for this. So I'm like, well, then why the heck is the picture on the homepage? Of the? <laughs> but anyways, um, so the memo app. But the memo app is it was great and the preview and it was just so easy to just sit there with just your phone and that little thing. And I'm this thing's smaller than my phone. I mean, I have a I have a 10S, an mm-hmm. iPhone 10S. so smaller than my phone. The picture like the 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 lens angle is is really perfect. Um, we shot a bunch of 1080, 120, 4K 60, um, but where it really shined was that 4K 24 because at that 100 bit rate, mm-hmm. and uh, just the images I was getting out of it, I I would have compared it to like an A7S one on a Ronin M. Oh, like wow. it's it you're not getting that depth of field, but you know you're you're getting you're getting a higher bit rate and it's 4K like A7S one can't you know do 4K internally so. I think it is a, and it's it's like $350. Right. Like, it's so cheap. If you needed something, uh, and we put it through the paces. It got covered in dirt and sand, and it was it was thrown into bags. And, I mean, it has this neat little case that it comes with that's just really easy to pop in and out of. Um, and I had no problems with it at all. And it never once, the gimbal never crapped out on me. Um, the, only, the only time I ever had an issue was if you were in the app and you um, you switched from photo to video on with like the button on the actual osmo pocket itself and then you unplugged it it reset your 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 camera settings sometimes mm. so it would like set it to auto instead of pro or whatever and so you can do manual focus and everything so then but then you just you switch it just right back to manual and then all your settings are, are back there again so it wasn't a huge deal but every once in a while i'll be like this picture profile doesn't look flat anymore and then I'll I'll notice, oh, it's all set to auto. So I just had to switch it back. But that was the only thing that happened maybe twice, like in the week and a half that we had it. Wow. But it was it was so easy to carry around. We had it in the in the airport and on the airplane and what about battery life? Car rides. Um so we would get it's I think the website says 120 minutes of record time. So I mean of battery life. So that's like constantly recording. The thing about it, though, is it's so easy to just turn it off and turn it right back on. So the boot time is, I mean, it's like five seconds maybe before you're just like ready to record. And so we would conserve battery. I plugged it in. I had a, like an external battery pack from Anchor. I plugged it into that maybe maybe one day once. But we were shooting with other gear, you know, so we would turn right. it off and go back to the FS5 or something. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it lasted all day. And... I mean, I come from film, you know, a lot of I shot a lot, a lot of film, like in film school and stuff. And that's very much so like as soon as you say cut, you cut because you're saving the film. Well, I kind of treat that the same way with battery life and and SD cards. Like if the shot's over, like cut it, like if you're not going to be shooting in the next, you know five minutes turn the camera off like save that battery right yeah so we yeah we were we were being real conservative with our our battery on those because we we only had power for you know a few hours at night oh wow yeah at the guest house that we were at so but anyways osmo pocket um i I think it's great it's a it's an amazing little camera It, it the thing that just blew me away was just um you know is it is it the same as a you know an fs5 on a ronin rig no because it's that, yeah. a totally different thing. Yeah. But the fact that it's just so it's so well put together and thought of and the image quality and something that's so small, like just fits in the palm of my hand, is uh, baffling, yeah. especially coming from that original Osmo.
1: Now let's talk about the environment that you were in with the humidity. Did the, Was there any issues with fogging, it, fogging up or any – I mean, you were in an ad, adverse – environment. Yeah.
0: So luckily um, we never really had a humidity problem per se where, you know, lenses or uh, sensors fried up or anything because it was always humid. Right. They never had a chance to like really cool off and then be outside immediately. So we never had to really acclimate them to anything. Once, once we were there and they were out of the, out of the cases, they were, they were ready to go. So the only thing we did run into was um, overheating we didn't actually have any of the units overheat per se, but the uh, when you're shooting in uh, on the Osmo Pocket, when you're shooting in 4K high bitrate, um, it tells you this is going to make the unit hotter. Like it's going to run warmer. And it did. It got really hot a few times where we, we were like, we have to shut this down for like 20 minutes. And then we had a GoPro and um, it was a Hero 6. Mm-hmm. What's the current one? 8 now?
1: 7 is the current one.
0: So it was a six. Yes. Yeah, so it was two, two versions ago. It got hot like nobody's business. So I mean, almost to where you just didn't want to touch it on, wow. on the, on the glass or anything. Cause it was so warm. But um, yeah, we, we had to shut that one down quite a bit. Um, the FS five, uh, one of the best cameras I've ever used in my entire life. Uh, if I had to go into battle with one camera, it would be that uh, I, I can't say enough good things about it. I, I made a, I made a, quite a few posts on Instagram um, whenever I had internet. And um, I, I talked up, I think, the FS5 on my last post, maybe second to last post. And that, that camera is – it's just incredible. It's so well-built. It's so robust. Um, I mean, you, you can – Drag it through whatever, drop it. Um, not that I did, but I mean, it. it
1: We're not recommending. You no, go don't drop do your that. FS5. But
0: <laughs> it's just, it's an impressive camera for the size of it. It's so small. Um, and I had an Atomos, uh, I had a Shogun Inferno attached to it, so I was mm-hmm. shooting full 4K, 10 um, bit the whole time. And it's just an amazing, it's an amazing piece of gear. And I absolutely love it. And it had no problems whatsoever. The Atomos got hot. Um, I never got a warning. I never shut down. I never lost clips or anything like that. But um, yeah, I mean, and we had an A7S 2 with an Atomos. Um, we did actually end up breaking that Atomos. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll probably replace it. We ended up shattering the screen on on that Atomos,
1: but oh, there's a story there. Well, no,
0: there's not. We, uh, we picked it up and it was spidered. We don't know how it happened. It wasn't sitting even, in it wasn't, bag or something? Nope, it wasn't, it was sitting on a table and it was built. It wasn't knocked over at all. It was sitting straight Maybe up the
1: heat or something.
0: Maybe it looks like there's an impact, um, point on the spider, but at the same time, like, I don't, I just don't know what it would have been. Hmm. But we picked it up and then it just it worked like it still turned on. But of course, the spider is right where all the buttons are. Yeah. And um, we were shooting 1080 at um, 60 and 120 most of the time from the a7S 2 So we couldn't we couldn't trigger it. That's the one downside to the a7S two is like the one is you can't use the trigger on the Sony camera itself to trigger the Atomos when you're in high speed mode. Um, if you're in 4K or 1080-24, uh, you can trigger it. But, yeah, so the last – luckily that happened um, just, I think, two days before we were done. But, yeah, that thing's toast.
1: That's a bummer. Yeah, Atomos, wow. A- a- speaking of Atomos, bunch of – new Atomos news in the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, they released the is it Shinobi?
1: Yeah, the Shinobi, which, which is, is just a monitor. It,
0: it seems. is it's ju- I think I guess they're trying to get into the the small HD yeah, market a little bit, um pull some of their their uh, earnings. But yeah, the Shinobi it's the same size as the Ninja 5, but it's just a monitor, it doesn't do any recording at all. Um why? Like
1: I mean, I get it's it. It's only
0: 100 but- 100- 150 dollars cheaper maybe 200 dollars right. cheaper at yeah. that point just spend get the, the extra money yeah. to get the recorder it seemed weird to me i i don't really well, know then
1: then of course you need the 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 hard drive etc etc et
0: i guess so but yeah i mean that is a there is a lot more i guess that comes with that but yeah it's it's it feels more like a testing like maybe they had some extra units and they were like hey well these don't need to record let's just change the backing because if I yeah. don't, you know, if, if you've ever taken apart an Atomos, which there, you know somebody listening might have, I, I've done it a couple times, um, you can see the molding on the inside of the of the housing that it it has the spots for all the SDI things on like the Ninja Flame oh, and, yeah, the, and yeah. the Ninja Inferno. Even though those don't have the SDI, the inside of it does have spots for where they would bore them out if they were going yeah. to a, a Shogun or whatever. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. It it seems a little weird to me, Um, especially after you just announce that partnership with Red and then you release something that can't even record. And it's a month before NAB. I don't know. It's just kind of...
1: I don't know. It seemed weird. It was kind of a
0: weird timing. Um, I think maybe they're kind of testing the water to see if people are going to just buy monitors. Um,
1: Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to have a whole slew of DSLR shooters that that want a bigger monitor that aren't ready to or 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 aware of the recorder yeah cuz i guess those
0: people don't really care for the highest quality or cuz they're yeah. they're all about internal recording and then just quick turnarounds in, in Final Cut Pro or whatever to their YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. So you they know, just need
0: something that they can monitor with basically. But still yeah. it's a four hundred dollar price tag. It just seems a little steep. It does for monitor if it was three hundred bucks, maybe two eighty nine or something, I could maybe, you know, understand that, but it's sure. a, it's a five inch. You can get a Lily put or uh-huh. an I can for a lot less. Yeah. And it's a, it'd be a seven inch or, you know, if, if you needed just a monitor, right. It's just a weird. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe it'll have the module thing and that's kind of the Atom X module. And that maybe that's, I don't know what that's going to include though, but, uh, I've given up on the SDI version of the Ninja Five now. I imagine they're just going to announce a Ninja Five SDI at NAB or something that's just hardwired in. Right. It, it hasn't happened. It's been a year. That's all I wanted was a Ninja Five with SDI because nothing we own will output raw through HDMI. So right, I need that SDI. But
1: yeah, I mean that's the big issue. I mean they announced the Ninja Five last april in nab but it didn't get released until late september i was late it was really late yeah
0: we were gonna buy like five of them
1: i I was excited when they said it's probably end of summer and i'm like so july august or no the the the
0: very end of summer yeah yeah
1: Yeah, the summer equinox Yeah, the day before the first day of fall (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: well um That's that. Yeah. I mean, that's about all for, for gear. Um, you know, we, we took, we took a Zeppelin, um, which is like a housing wind housing for uh, a microphone. You know, we had a shotgun microphone. Most of the time we just had the microphone on, we had a four sixteen on just hardwired onto the FS five for almost everything we did. We did a couple interviews where we, we had it on a boom pole and stuff, but rarely we were so run and gun we just we couldn't carry on a boom pole and you know we, it was just me and another guy we had two cameras to operate so um we didn't have a third person that could could run audio as well but uh and then we just had a, a Zoom H6 you know really small unit but good mm-hmm. enough for what we were doing and um
1: field recorder yeah
0: yep got about a terabyte and a half of footage um between wow. yeah between uh, FS5 GoPro um uh, osmo pocket and the a7s2 so
1: looking forward to a seeing lot of stuff it.
0: to go through it looks really cool i was going through a little bit of it um, oh we shot everything in s-log 2 uh everything um and almost i was almost entirely 4k um i did do a little bit of 2k at 240 frames per second because the show huh? can do that
1: mm-hmm.
0: that camera is impressive at 240 man yeah um again i just i can't the, the combination with the shogun inferno and the fs5 is it's it's, it's otherworldly like it, it's so good um and the fact that it just it did it doesn't overheat battery you know lasts yeah most of the day the overheating
1: thing is is legit i mean i yeah. did i don't know if you remember last summer i did the iphone 8 4k oh, versus right. the fs5 out at papago park and it was a hundred and 14 or 115 degrees right, yeah. that day and the phone kept shutting down because it was too hot but yeah. the fs5 just keep just on going i don't
0: know what they do for testing like i would love to see like what their their initial like D testing is for these things mm-hmm. um they didn't do it i mean granted the the dslr slash mirrorless you know 4k video revolution the a7s is, isn't really meant to be a video camera all day you know, it's that's not what it was really designed for. So, it having overheating problems, I get. You're you're outputting to 4K. It's it's having to work really hard. But the FS5 being that that's what it does.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a run and gun, Adverse environment camera.
0: Yeah. So we uh, just to clarify or give a little bit more detail, I guess. Um, we we had the FS5 Mark II. Mm-hmm. Not a big difference besides the uh, all the the extra plugins come pre-installed on it. Um, and then it has a little black indie knob instead of the silver one. That's that's about it. That's about it. But it, yeah, it was a beast. I love it. Um, if you are on the fence of getting one, um, man, I, I would wholeheartedly recommend it over a C200 or C100 or, you know, any, any of those other ones in that same price
1: range, I would definitely recommend the FS5 over them. And this portion of the pro- the broadcast is not brought to you by Sony in any way, shape, or form. At all. <laughs> Sony Pro USA, uh, you can go ahead and sponsor
0: us. Sony Pictures, stay away from me.
1: <laughs> Sony Animation, all good. Oh, yeah, Sony Animation <laughs> no, That's
0: fine. Uh, speaking of some animation, though, um, let's talk about what we've been watching. Because we've been watching mm-hmm. some interesting... Things. Well,
1: I've been watching a lot of stuff since you've been gone. I, uh, I went and watched Cold Pursuit, which is Liam Neeson. Oh, it's basically it's uh, taken all over again, but his son ends up getting taken. caught in the crossfire. <laughs> yeah, his son dies, and then he goes on this you know classic Liam Neeson oh, rampage. Geez. It's classic now. Yeah. Oh man. Um. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And then I went and saw. <laughs> Alita Battle Angel? Yeah. And I didn't get to see I it. I was you know, I I was like, "Okay, it's going to be a bunch of CGI candy." And it is. And it is. And uh, real quick,
0: is it better than Aquaman?
1: 100%. Okay.
0: Yeah. That, no, that's cool. That's 100%. good. You had more fun with it than Aquaman.
1: Uh, yeah, well, and it's based on it's based on an anime series. Yeah, right. So um, Robert Rodriguez directed, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently it was, um, oh gosh, I'm totally drunk. Um, James Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron produced, was going to direct, but for got like twenty up, years he'd yeah. so been
0: threatening to pro- yeah to direct it, and then and it then, just never happened.
1: Um, which I'm a fan of Robert Rodriguez which just cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to meet him, which was also cool. Yeah, um, when you were another, living in Austin, another, another story for another time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was good. I I liked it. I liked the the use of um, CGI. It it was really well done, and it's set like three hundred years in the future. Oh, it's that far. Okay. And the interesting part about it is, is that you know, there's all these cyborgs running around, and um, they're the way that they did the characters. You there, there are moments where y- you you forget that the, they're machines because it they brings some humanity. They're to so them. Hu- yeah, right, they're right. so humanized, which is which was really cool. That's um, yeah,
0: I mean, that's always kind of the mark of understanding good characters with CGI because you could always just make them robots or you could actually give them a personality and humility and 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 then your audience connects with it a lot more
1: yeah and that was and so that's the interesting dichotomy with i mean we're you know we're dealing with that in real life too to some degree but you know it's the the weirdness of okay how far does the robot go Mm -hmm. you know how far do we go with this and and you know there's
0: where's the robot end and the and the person begin type yeah, of a thing yeah. sure okay yeah yeah i i mean i kind of want to see it i i know what it is um you, you know like it, it's a cgi popcorn movie and i think i think going in like expecting that i think i'll mm-hmm. be I'll, I think I'll enjoy it more i think so i won't leave frustrated i'm sure it doesn't i mean no. from the reviews and then whatever i've heard people saying it doesn't sound like it's a very
1: frustrating movie or you know a headache or anything like that so Nope. I mean, I I did see it twice, and the primary reason why I saw it twice is because we were late to see it the first time, okay. so we missed like the first fifteen minutes. Um, that's not something I normally do. I don't. When I go to see a movie, I I usually go and I'm there for fifteen the, minutes early. Yeah, and yeah for right. Trailers, because you never know what new trailers coming. Yeah, and. So I was I was like, all right. But it was cool. We were we we're hanging out with another couple, my wife and I, and it was we're on this double date, so I I am like, I'm not I'm just gonna roll with it. Yeah. 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 So but I did get back to see it and I missed kind of the initial setup. It came into, you know, the first fight scene and there's there's a little bit of a setup that I missed which filled in some of the blanks which which made it better. Oh that's good yeah, yeah right well
0: that's cool um yeah i I downloaded a, a quite a few things before I headed out um, to Africa so on the plane rides, the thirty plus hours that I took, yeah, flying to Africa because um, we had layovers and stuff like that but uh, I caught up. I did the uh, third and final season of Daredevil. Finished that. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed it um, until the last episode, and the last episode's kind of like a bleh. But at the same time, I'm sad to see that they're all canceled now. Yeah. Um, You know, I think we joked a few weeks ago about Punisher and, and Jessica Jones being canceled soon, and sure enough, last week it was canceled. So um yeah it's a bummer uh i really I it enjoyed gets, i
1: think it gets rebooted when the disney it'll get rebooted comes online yeah
0: it'll get rebooted but it won't be the same actors and stuff right. i don't yeah, think true. um and that's that's a bummer to me because i really like john bernthal and Kristen uh ritter i think is her name and then like Charlie Cox that plays Daredevil. I think I I really enjoy all of those actors in those. Great characters. chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. They're very good. Yeah. Um and, and really I mean they're they're a little slower of of shows. I think a lot of people complain about that. Especially Punisher doesn't have nearly as much action as I think a lot of people want it to. But um I really liked it. I really liked the last season of Punisher. I thought it was really good. Um, but it's just a bummer. It's a bummer that they're all gone now and yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it, but it is what it is. Um, but anyway, so caught up on Daredevil season three, finished it. Um, and then I, I, finally watched all the way through of um, Black Mirror. I didn't do Banders. Oh, yeah. I still haven't done Bandersnatch yet. It, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it wouldn't let me do it as a download.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: I didn't get to get to go through that, but yeah, I wouldn't,
1: I, I wonder how that would work. You probably need to be connected to, yeah, to make I think the so. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, so I caught up on the full, the last full season that they had. I think, I think the next one comes out like next month or something. I can't remember. It might be April maybe, but, um, the next full season. But, yeah, I, so I, I went through that. Man, there is such good ideas and good writing and acting in those shows. It's just incredible. There's one that comes to mind that you, you were talking about, Alita, and, like, you know, robots and stuff. And there's, um, there's this one called Metalhead. Have you seen the current season, the mm-hmm. last season? Okay. No. So Metalhead, um, it's all black and white. And I think it was probably done for, like, a rating system in a way because the, I think these also play on BBC in the U.K., I might be wrong. They might only be Netflix now, but I think they do BBC also. Cause that's where it originally started was, I think BBC might've been channel four or something like that. But um, the first season was on BBC and then Netflix bought the U S rights for it and then played it on Netflix. And now all the seasons go through Netflix here. Um, but there, yeah, I think it was, it was a, one of the UK show channels, but um, I think they, they did it in black and white for the rating because it's like, it's about um, these robots, that like all they do is hunt people down mm. and they're little like these dogs, dog looking robot things. They almost look like a drone, but then they have legs. So they're like this kind of like uh trapezoid-y shaped body, you know, and then uh, just these little robot legs um, that have like guns in them and then they can adapt to the legs. So, like at one point the the robot gets his leg like cut off in a car crash so then he's walking through a house and he like grabs a knife and then like the knife becomes his new leg. And it's like, it's terrifying. <laughs> like funny. this is, but the thing that it got me thinking about was like, you know, wh- where did this start? And it doesn't, it doesn't ever give you the backstory of like where these things came from or anything. Yeah. So you're like, is it alien or is it, but you know, it, it it makes me, they, they look a lot like the, are you familiar with Boston dynamics? Yes. So it looks a lot like a Boston dynamics robot. And uh, I think really? that's very intentional. Um, so it's like, I think it's probably a little bit of this warning of like, you know, what a lot of people are preaching about right now is like, AI is, you know, terrifying. Like we have to get it under control. We have to start doing the laws of robots and everything like that. And I think that's kind of what this, this episode was about was like, if we, if we start letting these Boston dynamic robots just do whatever they want, eventually they're going to start killing us. And, uh, it was, it's a really good episode. Um, incredibly dynamic um, shots and everything. And the black and white adds so much to it also, I think, but uh, that season's really good. If you haven't checked out the last season of black mirror, like go, go check it out. It's, it's amazing, especially the first episode, the USS Callister, which is like the star Trek y kind of spin off, like, yeah, or us um, homage, I guess I should say, but uh, really enjoyed it. Um, and then I checked out this other show that I had heard of like a year ago and it's called happy. And, um, it stars Christopher Malini, who or Maloney. I might be saying that wrong, but he, he was in uh, law and order, special victims unit. He was like the main guy in that. And he's in this and this, this actor is uh, amazing. Like he's, he's got so much range and he's funny and this show is really good. So I think it's based off of a comic book. And basically, the premise of it is: is this Christopher Maloney? Um, he's a cop, uh, or I guess ex-cop, um, who got into some stuff, um, and so he's no longer a police officer. But now he's a hitman. But he's like he's like crazy, like drunk all the time, and you know all this stuff, like not afraid to to to, to take a couple of hits, a blow, or something like that. Like he's he's way out there. Wow! So he gets into a situation where he ends up um, he's ends up dying and he's in the ambulance and they they're able to revive him but now once he's revived he can now see an imaginary friend whose name is Happy and it's this little like unicorn hippopotamus looking horse thing and it's voiced <laughs> by Pat Oswalt oh wow and it's amazing and it's like 3D animated around him and the way that they do it the, the biggest the biggest thing that I was really impressed with with this show was just like the 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 art design and art direction and everything and like the way that they're using camera and even the like the animated character of happy in certain framing and stuff it's so well thought out and there's just these weird like surrealist moments you know where like uh, Christopher Maloney's character like he he just randomly pulls out two guns and then shoots his own head off and he, but it's it's just like dream sequence but after he does it these like go go dancers come out and his head's like just shooting out like a, just a huge fountain of blood and he's like dancing with the two guns but he's he's hallucinating everything so he didn't actually do it but <laughs> so it's weird. It, it's really weird it's a really really weird show but i absolutely love it and i can't wait to watch the next season which i think comes out next month but uh yeah check out happy it's on netflix but it man if you like weird and dark humor and it's the cinematography is great like it, it looks great and it's not it's from sci-fi wow. like which has produced nothing but garbage for the last 20 years mm-hmm. but they have this and um it looks great it's one of the best looking shows i think i've probably seen in a long time wow yeah
1: wow that's cool speaking of cinematography yes asc open letter to the oscars yeah i see
0: a lot happen while i was gone oh yeah <laughs>
1: I, I, I was so elated that they they wrote that letter and to see the laundry list of of people. Yeah. So if you don't know what happened, you're listening yeah, let's, basically. Let's back it up. Yeah. Real quick. Let's give you a little background story is that the director for the Oscars, one of the problems with the Oscars is, is it's extremely long. Yeah. They know that. They try to figure out new and creative ways to make it shorter because. Honestly, who wants to watch 3 plus hours of award show? Nobody. Yeah. It's all a, it's all a cash cow for them. That being said, the director made a choice to cut Four. broadcasting. Yeah the 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 cinematographer award, the editing award, like it's like it, crucial elements of filmmaking. Okay, so let's <laughs> yeah,
0: let, let me break that down for you real quick. Um, what is movie? Well, movie is. Film, Mm, what mm -hmm. is another word for movie theater? Cinema, what's another word for movies in general? Cinema, Mm, like cinematography. mm -hmm. Uh, what do you need to make it a movie to where it's not a uh, a, like music? You need cinematography, Mm -hmm. it's no longer a movie without cinematography. What do you need to be able to show that cinematography? An editor, right? Like, this is the dumbest thing. I've ever heard of anyone doing, if you're going to cut anything, it shouldn't be this.
1: Right. Absolutely. And, and and there was,
0: there was two other ones too, which I, I, art, art design or something. It was two other ones that were very big too. And I'm like, "What what are you doing?
1: and, and, so the ASC, which is American Society of Cinematographers, drafted this open letter oh, yeah. to to the Oscars, like, dude, are you kidding me? The principle of I should pull this up because Yeah, let's
0: let's read through it. There's the while you're doing that I
1: don't necessarily want to read through the whole letter. No, but,
0: just the last paragraph is the most important part, I um, think. But yeah, while you're doing that, um the the thing that like really kick started all of this was like people started tweeting. Like Alfonso Ceron, uh oh, Guillermo del was, Toro, oh, people was, just went off on 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 the Academy for doing this, and they were. I mean, nobody was happy about it. No one thought it was a good idea. It's it's incredible that they they thought this was a good idea from the beginning. Like, why? I mean, who who thought at all that this would go over well? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So here 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 here's a piece of an article in Variety that I I've read that really kind of sums it up in a great way, where Van um, Ostrom, who is the president of the ASC, says, you know, the Academy is an important institution that represents our artistry in the eyes of the world since the organization's inception 91 years ago. Yeah. The Academy Awards have honored cinematographers' talent, the craft, and the contributions to filmmaking. The process... But we cannot quietly condone the decision without protest. I mean, the whole point of the Oscars was to, to honor and recognize filmmakers. Yeah. The process of film, the, the behind the line, the in front of the line, the, the you know, the, and to cut these elements is a slap in the face of this is no longer, and quite honestly, hasn't been for a long time about the principles in which it was founded on. Right. Um well, did
0: you hear about this other kind of rumor slash conspiracy theory about it? So the four categories that they weren't going to broadcast, Disney does not have any nominations in. Oh wow. And ABC runs the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. And ABC is owned by Disney.
1: So interesting yeah. Interesting idea. Uh, uh I mean um, I, I
0: don't think it's too far fetched.
1: It's not far-fetched, but from a from an inside from an insider's point of view, I would say that
0: mm, it was still the Academy's stupid decision. It was just a dumb decision yeah.
1: on them trying to cut time. Judging by how how they're, you know the organization's yeah, ran, they're yeah. just they, and that's a discussion that they have every. How do we make this shorter? Right. How do we make this better? Just stop doing it. Then, if it's an issue, yeah, you know, like does, just it do it online. It doesn't need to be three hours long.
0: No, stop. Cut cut your musical numbers, and then don't maybe just don't have speeches for everybody. I mean, it doesn't need. Why does it have to be a show on its own if you're just handing out awards? I mean, the ASC Awards don't have musical moments. You know what? Like right, film yeah. editors, there's the writing yeah. guild. Like it just doesn't have these things. It's become this spectacle. It's of, sp- of just taking up time. I understand that it's you know it's it's kind of used to. To fund other things that they're doing, uh, that the academy does, you know, but cutting the things that make filmmaking filmmaking does not make any sense at all.
1: Well, it, it, it's it's become more about the ad revenue yeah. and the and the money. Yeah, how many it, Budweiser commercials than, can we have? Yeah. Than it is about really the craft, right? Honoring, you yeah. Know, yeah. And and, and do, do 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 you really feel honored because you got some gold statue and you get to stand in front of the world and talk for five minutes to for your acceptance speech? I mean, I don't know. I mean I know some Oscar winners personally mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm sure they appreciate the the acknowledgement of their work, but that doesn't define who they are. No. And and I and 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 they would agree that you know this this statue though I'm they're grateful to be recognized is not is is not all that
0: well and they, they don't even own it anyways it's always it's technically always owned by the academy if i remember right and i'm sure any of those oscar winners they would probably tell you that they appreciate you know the directors guild award better than than the oscar cuz that's you know a bunch of their actual fellow coworkers and 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 peers, yeah. you know, and not yeah. just a bunch of guys that are in a room. Yeah. But anyway, it's enough about the Oscars. It's dead to me. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this was the final nail in the coffin. I just don't care anymore. Um, yeah, just stupid, just really stupid. But well, I don't want to end on a downer.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's not do let's that. Let's not end on the, on the Oscars a... here. But so okay some friends of mine the same couple that we went and hung out with it, to see Alita turned me on to another a new show and i man okay i these i these glasses I, have come off <laughs>
0: this is a serious conversation
1: well here's the thing dude the, the problem we and we've talked about this numerous times over the last number of weeks and the problem now for the viewer is there's too much to watch? It's too much TV. There's too There's now on the other side of that coin. The great thing is for filmmakers. There's a ton of opportunities. Yeah, you have a much more, larger audience. Than you more used to. opportunities now than you've ever had to be able to get your work out there and even get work funded. And I mean, just yeah. with with crowdfunding, with all the different digital platforms. That I mean, it's it's. It's just going to get worse. Yeah. Um, worse for the viewer. And you're also going to have to pay for all these different oh, things. Oh,
0: it's just going to be cable again.
1: Like, I ended up giving CBS $10 of my money because we didn't have, like... What do we you want? We wanted to watch the Grammys. Oh. We wa- We, <laughs> we <laughs> It was
0: on Twitch, I think. Was it? Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, we, so... <laughs>
1: You could sign up for a free trial, Like uh-huh. and so I did. I'm like, okay, cool, I got a seven-day free trial, I'll cancel it. This is what everybody's thinking. This is exactly what CBS is thinking. Yep. I'll give you the free trial, you'll sign up thinking you're going to cancel, and you'll forget, and bam, we got your 10 bucks. And you forgot. So, so CBS, you're welcome. Yeah. Go buy a Starbucks. I did the same thing <laughs> with Shudder. Oh I I, I bought
0: one month of Shudder back in October for to watch Halloween. Uh-huh. And then I forgot about it. My wife, I think two days ago, goes, hey, we're still paying for Shudder. I was like, crap. <laughs> 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 totally forgot about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I still haven't canceled it. I need to, but I got a month now to do it. Well, so. the thing
0: that's crazy about CBS All Access, I don't, they may have changed it, but in their like bylaws or whatever, in their terms and conditions, you if you cancel your subscription you can't redo it for like 9 months or something like that that's fine it's a long time which is i get it like they don't want people just binging and then canceling and then re-upping whenever they can binge again but which is exactly what i'm going to do when Trek Discovery is right. done but but
1: then when but so what, what what happens when like are they not on hulu so, because, there, so because, like Twilight
0: Zone that's coming out is only going to be on CBS All uh, Access, which has, I haven't watched that new trailer yet, but yeah, it, I saw Jordan a couple stills. Looks really good. Looks real yeah. good. But yeah, it's a bummer though, because. I'm gonna I'm gonna re up for the second season of Star Trek Discovery because I watched the first season and liked it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I am a I'm a Trekkie a little bit, but um, I don't know if I call myself a Trekkie, but I do like Star Trek. You just did, um, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna strike that from the record. But um, y- uh, you know, I I'm gonna re up for season two. But then if I cancel and wait for the end of, of Twilight Zone, so I can binge Twilight Zone. I think if you cancel twice, which this would be my second time, you have to wait two years. Wow, which is insane to me. Yeah, and now it's now I'm back to well, uh, the Pirate Bay is looking pretty good. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not condoning that. I but think that's a Hulu, bad idea. But Hulu,
1: because Hulu's built their entire platform on on network TV primarily.
0: CBS All Access isn't network. It's it's stream only. Okay. So that's the well, way that see, they're doing it. That. It's these they have four or five shows that are only on CBS All Access. And
1: and it's not
0: it's not anywhere else.
1: And so we're gonna see more of that on other networks.
0: I hope people don't like it, but it sounds like CBS All Access is doing well with it. So you're gonna see Fox All Access and well maybe not Fox because they're owned by Disney now. But um, you know, yeah it's NBC all actually. which NBC no, did do. try to do that. Don't NBC do. tried to do that a couple of years ago. Um, I can't remember what it was called, C- CISO or something, and it failed miserably, and so they canned it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. You these are high quality shows. Yeah, like they're high end, expensive yeah. shows. It's amazing that you wouldn't just also throw them on your normal television mm-hmm. channel. Like it's just weird. But
1: yeah, because normal TV is transforming, dying. Yeah, I mean it's. I've had
0: I haven't had cable for seven years. They
1: want to take the, they're losing ad revenue. Yeah. So how do you replace that ad revenue? Oh, let's do yeah. let's user revenue. Yeah, let's hit the uh, users for subscriber revenue. Yep. And yeah, so anyway, I did stump. <coughs> so this couple pointed me to a new show. That happens to be on Netflix, which I was grateful for because I'm like, yeah, we already, yeah, we are T-Mobile users. And so we have a special that T-Mobile pays for Netflix.
0: This episode is not brought to you by T-Mobile
1: or, or Netflix.
0: Maybe, maybe (laughs) Netflix. We give them enough money. So
1: Netflix, if you hear, if you're out there, they're supposed to give us money. (laughs) Oh, wait, (laughs) that's how that works. Oh no. (laughs) Netflix brought to you by (laughs) Zach and (laughs) Eric. Um, But Umbrella Academy. This is based off a comic book. Yes. I think, right? From the 90s or something. Yeah. And interesting. So the the premise is, without giving away any any spoilers, is is that sometime back in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a series of pregnancies that happened, like, instantly. Mm Mm-hmm. And births that there were like forty three within twenty four hours. Within it, a twenty four yeah, hour, yeah,
0: it wasn't like everybody got pregnant the same day, and then nine months later, this is no. all within. Yeah, no, yeah. The,
1: it was like this. The, the opening scene is this girl um, on a Russian swim team is is being kind of wooed by this boy on the Russian swim team, but it's like super innocent, right? And then, then she. You know, there's this little bit of back and forth. It's creatively done. Will they? Won't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, (laughs) because there's this overbearing, you know, coaching staff. That's they're like, no, you know, that's not why we're here. And, um, but it's not. It's not dialogue. Like you get all of this just in the way it's shot, which is really cool. Ah,
0: show don't tell. Mm -hmm. And
1: and um. And so the girl kind of has you know the eyes for the boy, the boy definitely is like totally into the girl, and like she gives him a kiss on the cheek, jumps in the pool, and bam, next thing she's giving birth. I mean it was like, wait what oh wow, yeah <laughs> it was it was like that that's weird that escalated and quickly, <laughs> yeah, exactly I mean it was well the so the opening shot sequence totally hooked me and that was cool and um, then it goes to four,
0: 43 so kids right? so
1: there was four it, in the at least my my recollection of it was there was 43 of those okay. incidences yeah. that happened in, all on the same day all on the same day right and this this um, eccentric billionaire guy ends up snatching up seven of them
0: Oh he's like adopting them, yeah, or like kidnapping he, them
1: well, no he 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 offers money for the kids, oh okay, and obviously these young women are they're totally dismayed because you know it was like, what just happened? um I wasn't pregnant, and then now I have a baby right, um, and there's some you know special characteristics of each of these kids, so
0: special, yeah, this is a comic book, so yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I keep seeing previews for it, and I'll, I'll check it out eventually. But yeah, too much TV, so
1: it's yeah. it's on the bottom of my list. I binge watched right now. five episodes. Wow, over the weekend, so yeah.
0: <laughs> you're in it now. Man. I,
1: I am, and there's there's parts of it. I mean, there's definitely parts of the story that are intriguing. There are some things that I that I'm just like, really. Um, but it looks great. The 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 color grading on it looks great. The vibe, the feel of it, um, yeah. I mean, it's just different, so it's fresh. That's
0: know? cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. If I, been, I don't know, think I've watched anything else uh, since I got. Oh, uh, Grand Grand Tour, which I think I brought up last week, maybe two weeks ago now. Um, so the Grand Tour is the show on 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 Amazon um, with the three guys that were originally in in uh, Top Gear. Um, so, oh right, yeah. So I, I caught up on a few episodes of that um, that I've been gone with, and they had this one episode that um, it was it was just kind of like a normal episode for them mostly, but um, then they went off into this segment that was like the rest of the episode, and it was um, it was like documentary style, and what I really liked about it was that it I mean it was in like top top gear and and grand tour in general um, are so high end like the the way they shoot the way they color the way they edit the way they light um, camera angles and movements and everything it's it's incredibly high end Um, there's just nothing else like it and it's a car show like it's just amazing Um, and so they had an episode though, that was all, um, focused on a, uh, in a, uh, formula one driver named Tom, uh, Tom Clark, Tim Clark. I think it's Tim Clark. Sorry. Oh, Jim Clark. I was close. Uh, a whole episode based off Jim Clark who, um, in 1968, I think, or something, he, he died in, in a, in a crash. And, uh man go if you have amazon prime like just go and watch this episode of 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 grand tour because i think it's the sixth one and um i've i've seen a lot of you know documentaries and a lot of life stories and the way that this is done is just it's top tier it's it's engaging and amazing and the amount of footage that they were able to get from then like some like some eight millimeter stuff Mm -hmm. and photos that just look incredible and you know they're doing a lot of like parallaxing with the photos so they you know they went into photoshop and then layered it out and then you know did some movement with the photos and um it's just incredible and the way that it's it's edited together and written it's so clean um i really enjoyed it so yeah go check that one out it's the grand tour episode with uh jim clark and uh yeah just incredibly fascinating guy and um yeah, I mean, my wife, my wife was like, "You got to watch this episode." She watched it while I was gone, and and uh, I was like, "Man, this is really good." And she goes, "Yeah, now I want like a movie based off of this guy's life." And I, yeah, after watching it, same. I I would love to see a movie um, based off of this guy, and um, you know, there's there's quite a few actors out there that could do it, but um, it's I think it's a really interesting story. I mean, he he is considered the greatest racer of all time. Wow. I mean, he won something like. 31 out of the 64 races one year wow um no one has come close to him in in the matter of still in the matter of like how many um medals he won or whatever you know how many um trophies really well done incredibly interesting and yeah i was i was shocked to like google it and no one's made a movie about him yet so I don't know if maybe the Clark, you know, f- family is like really kind of holding the rights to their chest pretty close or what, but yeah, it's just strange that there wasn't a movie about. It. I mean, this '68; it was 40 years ago. Yeah. So it's just strange that there hasn't been a movie made about it yet. But I think now is the time you could do it really well because you have you have the technology to recreate yeah. those Formula One yeah. from the '60s moments. Even there's even a little bit of Formula Two, and he even came over and won an Indy 500 race. Like, oh wow! I mean, just incredible. He. It, it it blows my mind some of the details he of like how good of a racer he was and um, stuff that like I don't even want to say because um, it, I almost would consider it a spoiler like how good of a driver he was they get into some details of and you're just like what like this is amazing wow. so uh, go check that you've out you've inspired me to want it's yeah, very go good it's very good and it's yeah. it's maybe you know 30, 35 minutes yeah um, very good shorthand documentary um, I, if it played at a festival I mean it would it would kill like it was great on its own. So very impressive. But um, I think that about does it for this week. So we're back. Little little quick one there. Yeah. Easy. Um, easy. Easy
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, next keeping week, it easy over here. next week, we're going to talk about some
1: new things. Yeah. What are you excited about? Coming um,
0: out? Well, we have a
1: there's one right answer. Well, it's not next week. It's not next week, but there's one right Actually, answer. Actually, it is next. It week. is next week. Oh my
0: gosh, it's next week. It's
1: next week. <laughs> Marvel's
0: Captain Marvel. <laughs> yes. Wow, it's already here. Yes. Well, we almost went an episode without talking about Marvel, but no, here we are. No, that's it's not now Marvel. It's now Marvel season. Yes, it, it is. is now afoot. Um,
1: yeah, we get. Ca- how many times are we going to see Captain America? Captain Marvel. Um, My captains are all messed up. Depending anyway. on how
0: good it is, if I really dig it, twice. Yeah. If if I like it once. Yeah. You'll see it nine times.
1: No, I'm not going to see it nine times.
0: How many times are you going to go see Endgame?
1: Endgame, uh, probably two or three. Yeah, it won't be the same as Infinity War. No, no, But, no. but here we are.
0: We but are, perhaps we're, I don't know. I don't know. It like might geek another again. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're now in Marvel season. Yeah. It is upon us. And it won't stop until, well, I guess Spider-Man is the last one of the year. Is it? I think so. And that's in like July or August. But anyways, next week. Wow. Next week. We're going to go see yep. Captain Marvel. We'll talk about Captain Marvel. Yep. That's going to be a good one. I think I'm yep. I'm pretty excited for that. I think it, it, looks, it looks. I'm trying to figure out
1: the whole cat tie in. Oh, I haven't. Dove, I don't know anything about the cat. I don't, and I've purposely, don't look it up. Yeah, don't I've purposely stayed away from.
0: It's gonna blow your mind when other you see than it in the movie the
1: trailer. <laughs> yeah. Other than Fury with the cat in the trailer, yep. I've not. I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm don't staying. look into it because yeah.
0: that's gonna. You're gonna be like, what when it happens in the movie? So that'll be that'll be good for you. I'm curious yeah. to see what you say about yeah. that. All right, guys. That that about does it. Yeah. You want to wrap us up?
1: Sure. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Easy Podcast. And if you want to find us on the, all the social media stuff, you can find Zach at Zach Abbotts on Instagram. And are you are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. I tweet once yeah. a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, was, I just do on me. Yeah. I'm like I don't. I'm like I do say <laughs> it, but because if you want to follow me, follow me. Yeah, but I yeah. barely tweet. I'm mostly on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. IG. That's the yep, place to be. That's my place. And uh, you can follow me at Eric Thurston on Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube for other little side mm-hmm. videos. And you can email us if at, you, if you'd yeah. like if you'd like to per- perhaps suggest something an idea yeah um sponsor an episode or <laughs> perhaps guest on a future episode you can email us at the easy, easy podcast, podcast show, show yes at gmail.com and if
0: you want us if you want to sponsor an episode um and not pay us anything but you just want us to like plug something we'll do it yeah we'll do it yeah just just let us know what it is yeah we'll, and we'll, we'll totally plug for that food. yeah we'll work for <laughs> we'll work for film yeah so Uh, Guys, that does it for this week. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening.
1: Yep. See ya.